Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode brought to you by our good pals over at Hero Soap Company, the absolute best soap that I have ever used. Link in the description below. More on them in a moment. Frankie C is here with us. We are talking we about Ghislaine Maxwell again. She's making some huge news. Turns out she was married. Bailed. I'm sorry, but come on. She's married. How did nobody know this? <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um We'll get into Elon Musk. There's some news about him. And then uh, we have a Pornhub story tonight for everybody's uh, pleasure. So there you go. Very nice. All right. Let's start with Ghislaine Maxwell. Story kind of broke over the weekend that she's looking to get out on bail. And it was revealed that um, she is married. And we kind of found these both out because, as it turns out, the husband is putting up the cash to for her to get out, which, by the way, I, I feel like I was in on this. I've been talking about it. I'm not the only one, but I'm I'm in on this side. I'm at the forefront, I feel, of this woman has no money. I've been saying this for a little while that she got paid by Epstein. She run, ran around in all these circles. She knew people with money. Supposedly there was some money there, but I don't think that she had as much money as everybody thought she has. And And that's pretty evident now in the fact that She's trying to get out on bail at almost $30 million is what her lawyers are proposing. And her well, whether husband, or not you have money, that's a big that's a big chunk of change. She might be a, uh, she might have $10 million, but that's not going to do it. Yeah. You know what I was going to say? Honestly, I bet you she's probably around like three or four million. I think she's got money, but I don't think she's got like like to, in her little echelon of crew that she's hanging with. I don't think she got that money. Which, which Maybe is, not. Yeah, which I think. How is, does it work with uh, with Epstein? Like, I'm. I don't know if you would know the answer to this, or maybe someone could let us know in the comments. I know the answer to everything. Try me out. Oh, okay. So Epstein killed himself. <laughs> mm -hmm. we're going with. Do you think he left her anything? And is that even a? Uh, is is he even able to? According to what we know, that the night before. He was found in his cell, uh -huh. <laughs> not in Mexico at the ranch, but at, at, at his cell, that he had put everything into a trust for his brother. Everything. That everything went into this trust and his brother was, what do they call that, an executor or whatever it was? Sure. So that's how his brother wound up with all Beneficiary. the Beneficiary. Beneficiary, yeah. But supposedly his brother, you know, again, we talked about this too, by the way, we'll link a playlist. We'll do all our Ghislaine Maxwell Epstein stories. We have all on one playlist. So if you want to catch up on old news, you can. It's a lot. It's a lot, but you can definitely watch all of them, or at least the beginning, because we always do this story first. Um, his brother was the one who set up this fund, the victim's fund. So, so his brother right. is not a total piece of garbage, if you want to say he is for taking some of this money, but at least he's trying to do the right thing, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to defend his brother or or persecute yeah. him, prosecute him, but he didn't have to do he didn't have to do anything. I, at least there's something there. He probably could have got could have gone and doing nothing. Done more. He, no, no, no. I'm but saying he, he could have done nothing. Yeah, he could have probably skirted and whatever. But I mean, I think. I mean, it's weird because I, I don't know how close know. they were and like, what would you, you know, like what it's, it's a, it's a tough thing. It's a weird, I don't think they were close though. Right. That's the story that they were not very close. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, and, and how would we even really know? You know, we didn't know this yeah, woman you, was married till five minutes ago. You know? Right. I mean, what do you do? That's a tough situation. You're given, 
uh, what billions? Yeah. I mean, you give most of that to the fund. And, I mean, and then and that's the thing. It's not all of it. And that's the thing. Like you could, I mean, you could probably pocket 30, 40 million bucks. You could pocket. I don't have to work anymore. And money. A few billion goes to this thing. That, that seems like. Money. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, that's what I would guess he would do. I mean, honestly, we all want to be better people, but I'm sure most of us, if faced with here's like three billion dollars, you would be like, OK, let's give away most of it. I'm going to keep a couple of mil for me. So keep I don't a couple work. mil is like pennies compared to billions yeah yeah and this guy's not probably you know if he's a if he's a good guy it's not like he did anything wrong you know so i'm not here to defend no 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 I, but but it's the Epstein fun. family in any way it's fun to kind of put yourself in the, in those shoes because if that were me like i know that i would like be like all right i'm gonna take I'm going to take some of this and do not work any more money. And, but I would try and do something with my life that was positive. And, you know, right. I, I would, I would use this. I'm not going to work time because I'm living off this money to do something like, you know, it's something See, positive. because, because you're a decent human being. Yeah. Cause you don't want to feel like if you take that money and just live on a tropical beach for the rest of your life, that's, I mean, that's, that's a scumbag move. Kind of scumbaggy, you know, I mean, take it, yeah, take you your occasional vacation. Money. Okay. But you know, that's yeah, filthy money. You don't want to, you don't want to set yourself up like a king. All right, that's, that's so a scumbag thing to do. Yeah. So over the weekend, they they talked about. We, we kind of knew that this was coming. Today, uh, they they filed. They had a because obviously everything that gets filed gets made public. Uh, today they filed with the U.S. District Court in Manhattan. She's proposing a twenty-two point five million dollar bond, co-signed by her. And her spouse, which is how we know this, as I said, uh, who they, according to the filing, they were married in 2016 uh, and secured by all of their assets. Most of the remaining bail, which is another six million dollars, would be posted by friends and family. The filing said that Maxwell vehemently maintains her innocence and is committed to defending herself. A spokesman for the acting U.S. attorney, Audrey Strauss of Manhattan declined to comment on the filing. So that is the latest information. So a couple interesting nuggets there. She was married in 2016. So again, not this is insane that nobody investigative reporters, people doing in-depth stories on this whole thing. I feel like, isn't that like question one? Who's, who's close to these people? You know, who's, affiliated with these people i mean for what for four years she's been married no one's no one's looked into that no one's really known i guess i mean i, I don't know i mean you have to file a marriage license with the state but is that something I feel like that it would be public you know i don't unless know unless she got married out of this out of the country i don't know yeah i wonder i mean there's plenty on her husband here that we're going to get into but um it's um it's Scott Borgensen, who's a pretty big uh, business tycoon type guy in a lot of businesses. But but here's the thing. Like, again, Epstein's first arrest is 07. So she's out in the papers and everything from that time on. Um, things start to heat up again, you know, much later. It's just, I don't know. It's It's... It's odd timing to me, 2016. I guess it would be more odd if it was 2018 or 2019, uh, you know. But, I mean, they've been rumored to be together. It's not like they didn't 
uh, we didn't like know that they were kind of like boyfriend girlfriend or, or had some sort of a relationship. That's been rumored to be out there for a, a long time. But the fact that they're married. That's such a weird thing not to be able to discover. Like, I and, feel like that would be public record. And also, like, it was my understanding. And again, I don't know everything there is to know about Scott Borgensen, but it was my understanding that this guy's got he's got a lot of money, a lot of money. She and, has a type. Yeah, and um, he he's only putting up twenty two million dollars. Like I, I feel, I mean, maybe that's all he has. Maybe that's all he feels comfortable with. He's been valued at a hundred million dollars. So that's why, a big chunk of his his money. Then it that's is a quarter of his money. It is, but why twenty two? And then she's got to scrounge around to to family and friends. Which supposedly her brothers, her siblings, are footing most of the bill for that. And who are the fuck? Who's the who are these friends that are like, oh yeah, sure, Galen, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know. People that are close to her that she, can I guess people that are convinced she's innocent because they're close friends. I don't know, but I'm assuming this hundred million from this guy is not all like, it's not like cash. I'm sure he has property and stuff that that is in right. Right. You know, that makes up the rest of it. Right. He's not, it's not all liquid. It's yeah, no, I agree. But so he's not going to be able to get all of it. But maybe. it's, it's like, I mean, Frank, I mean, honestly, like I could name probably two to four people that if given this particular situation, I would maybe talk to and give them the benefit of the doubt and kind of be there for them. Uh, but you want like money or defense or me to publicly be like, no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't, I don't, really I mean, think I so. don't know what friends. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, you know, the, in their, in her day or whatever, I'm sure she's made close friends. I don't know how close you'd have to be really close to, uh, to back her up with this. I mean, unless it's family, I don't know what kind of family she's got. I mean, even the husband. Yeah, even then, I mean, the the again, I get innocent and proven to, until proven guilty. I get it, but the evidence here is pretty over. I and I gotta say this too. I, I, I think this is, I think she's got a good shot. I mean, thirty million dollars in bail—that is a lot of money. That is a lot. Yeah. Of, like you're you're really talking about now putting the like. Here's my point. Uh, let me clarify. Their lawyer, her lawyers know what they're doing. They are putting an awful lot of pressure on the court system to be like, look, you know, here you go. Here's 30 million. Like there's a reason they got there. This number wasn't they didn't come to this number by accident. Well, what? how would they come to 30 million? What does that number mean for them? I mean, it's 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 basically putting the pressure on the courts to say, look, here's thirty million dollars. Here's several people signing on. Here's, you know, get, guarantee it with certain amount of assets that she's not going to walk away. You you haven't proven anything yet. I mean, th these are again that one lawyer that she hired defended some some of the most famous terrorists ever. You think this woman's not running in there with? You haven't you haven't proven that she has done a thing yet. Yet you're keeping. That's why all the stories about she's losing weight. Well, it's it's the severity of the crime. And if it, you know, if it's a murder suspect, the, the bail is higher than if it's like a tax guy. You know, 
it's, it depends on the crime, and that's why it's so high. I agree, but but what the what the courts are saying and what everybody else feels is look at what Epstein did and look at how he got away with this to a degree and how she's probably trying to pull the same stuff. Yet I bet you her lawyers are saying she has nothing to do with Jeffrey Epstein and you are uh, you're being biased towards her based on what she's been accused of and hasn't been proven to do based on what this other person that she has nothing to do with. Like that's that's what their defense is going to be. Yeah, but in terms of the bail, I mean, it's not a bias. It's what she's accused of. It's not like the judge is like, well, you know, I, I don't like you. It's the it's the fact that she's being charged with something. No, I think the, the judge is doing the, something. Yeah, I think the judge is doing the right thing. I just think I'm worried now. I I just feel like this is a lot of like you guys like you're you're. It feels like they're trying to put the onus on you guys are being biased towards our client because of some other extenuating circumstance that has nothing to do with her and she's innocent and blah, blah, blah. And here's $30 million to back up well, our claim. It's not, a, it's not an extenuating circumstance. It's all part of this trial. No, to uh, to you and me, our opinion, but to their opinion. It's all the same, same you know, thing, right? It's the same. No, because look at this from her world. She's like, I'm innocent. And her lawyer yeah, of believes course her. she's going to be like that. But and her husband the, believes her and all these people believe her. So they're all looking at this going, she's being unfairly treated and $30 million to prove it. And they won't even give her that. That's how unfairly she's being treated. Like if they don't, if they do get it, great. And if they don't get it, they're going to take that shit into trial and go, look at how much she's being persecuted we offered up so much money just to prove this and blah, blah, blah. And they, the government still wouldn't take it. And they're persecuted. That's what they're going to do. That's what I think they're going to do. Maybe, but I don't think, I mean, even if they go with that, I don't think you're going to get much sympathy from a jury. It's like, yeah, 30 million. It, that's, that's what you get. You, you're affiliated with all these, these wealthy billionaires and 30 million to you. You should be able to scrounge that up, especially with a husband that's not just his money. Uh, that's your money too. Can put up twenty, whatever twenty-two million. I mean, I'm sure they looked at her assets. She's not someone living in a in a, a shanty. You know, she's she's probably well to do. I'm sure she has some money. So I'm, I'm sure they take that into account. And plus, it's all refundable at the end of the trial, guilty or not guilty. Yes. Uh, so let's get into Scott Borgensen. He's forty-three. He's CEO of a tech company. He left his wife um, for Ghislaine Maxwell reportedly five years ago, right? Maxwell has been living with Borgensen at his $3 million oceanfront mansion in Manchester by the sea for the past three years. It's been reported that Borgensen has a history of heavy drinking and alleged domestic abuse. According to divorce papers, he once told his wife, quote, don't make me beat you in front of the kids. So... Class, class oh, that's act. sweet. What yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah. I, is he, you think that was in a Valentine's Day card or? Uh, right. <laughs> unlike Maxwell, uh, Borgensen, you know, sometimes you get down on yourself. You're like, man, I, you know, I, 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 um, I was kind of rude to somebody yesterday. It wasn't, wasn't their fault. It was kind of like a misunderstanding. And it'll eat at you all day. And yeah. Yeah. And but, I, you know. I, I said something to the guy, I said something to this guy and I, I go, did you, did you double check? Cause it doesn't check out right. And he goes, guy, I've been doing this for 30 years. 
and that sat with me for the whole like the 24 yeah that's a little on him if that's the if and i know you that's probably not the way it went down but if that's the way it went down then it's on him a little bit well but I my was... feeling is that you were a little bit of a, a jerk and you're asking of him you're probably like guy you got to check this again <laughs> That's that's exactly how you said it. Well, something something happened to like so like they were checking on something. I don't I hate to be vague, but we went for, we went for this like check thing, and the guy came back and was like, "You, you don't you didn't get it. You don't qualify or whatever." And I'm like, this, "There's no way that that's right." Because and that's why that's that's the what that's the second that you turned into a rude jerk. No, and I said no, 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 no. I know. I was like, "Was it this? Is it that? You know, what could it? What it could it could it be?" I, like I didn't understand, and he was kind of explaining to me, and none of it was making any sense. And I was like, "I was like, could it be that maybe you did you? Are you sure you double checked everything?" Like I, that was what I said. Yeah. No. 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 Wait. Is that minute. rude? You're sugarcoating it right now. <laughs> That is not the way you said it. No, because he was very nice. Moment. He was nice about it today because we talked about it today. And I said to him, I said, I, I felt bad about because I said that. And he goes, I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm pretty sure it's all correct on my end. And I said, OK, I, I took I took him on his word. And it turns out we couldn't finish it because it was a Sunday. And it turns out today he called. And I don't know where the mistake was, but it was not me or on our end. And I don't think it was even on his end. It was on probably whoever was had to do all the checking and whatever. And I said to him, I said, listen, I felt bad about asking you. And he said, no, no, no. He said, I could tell by your reaction when I told you that you had never been in this situation before. And I said, that was exactly it. Nobody has ever told me that I was not qualified, blah, 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 whatever. So I knew there was a mistake somewhere. I was like, I didn't want to accuse you. I didn't. And I did it feel turn out that there was a mistake. It was on whatever whoever was doing the checking that. Right, so there was. Yeah. So you know, but it wasn't on his end. I mean, that's what he told me. I would take him for his word. But you know, but the, but my point is, is that that ate at me. Sounds like a couple of jerks going after you and him. Yeah. A, I, I was gonna call it a, you know, like a, when you have like a dance off. Yeah. You being jerks, it would be a blank off. But that didn't that didn't really <laughs> it sounded better in my head. Um, but. I feel like it's the battle of the jerks is what it sounded like to me. Yeah. But anyway, so I might've been a little annoyed and I was a little cold to my wife on the way home and I felt bad about it. Um, but now that I read this, I'm like, you know what? I'm not that bad of a person. I shouldn't be beating yeah, myself no. up over this. Don't beat yourself up. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's assholes out there. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, Borgensen, unlike Maxwell came from humble beginnings. He was born in a small town in the, in Missouri he taught in the Coast Guard. He was a founding managing director of the Academy of Institute for Leadership. He went on to advise the White House on maritime policy. I don't know. He founded maritime the, policy. Yeah, he founded the shipping. When I want maritime policy, I go to Missouri. That's <laughs> that's true. For, it's like the what the furthest state from the ocean. <laughs> the most landlocked state. Um, he started the data analytics company Cargo Metrics in 2010. He resigned as CEO in July due to intense media interest around his involvement with Maxwell. In a statement, the company said that Borgensen stepped down to ensure his presence would not become a distraction from the work he believes in so deeply. See that, and that was what was interesting because he denied numerous times that he was involved with Maxwell. He said the two were just friends. And now it turns out that's a loving what? relationship. Yeah. When, when you're, when you have to hide that fact that you're married to your wife. Yeah. Uh, not, not, you know, something doesn't square up there. Shady, right? It's just shady. A little shady. Yeah. Very shady. A lot of shade. 
something's wrong there. Uh, so that's the latest on uh, on Ghislaine Maxwell. I got to tell you, for the first time ever in this process, I'm cringing a bit because I think that I think she's going to get bail. I really do. I think she's going to get it. I well, even if you get bail, there's restrictions. You got to you you know you got to check in a lot. Uh, I mean, I mean, they like let the guy to... after Ma I get what you're saying, but after Epstein, it's like ah, oh, damn. I'm just trying gonna... to make you feel better. They're gonna let this woman literally walk out the door. It's it's gonna be very unsettling for a lot of people. I know, but I'm sure she can't leave the state. She probably can't. You know, she got to check in every so often. She can't do anything. You know, she's probably got eyes on her all the time. I'm sure. Hopefully. I think this one. This is like a. She's got to wear a bracelet and stay at a certain location. So hopefully. You know, but the thing is, is that I'm, I'm sure there's people screaming and I'm not looking at the chat right now, uh, but I'm sure there's people screaming in the thing like, how could you be OK with this? So how do we know we haven't seen a picture of her yet? She's walking out now. And uh, we get you know. that one a lot. How do we know she's even has been arrested or is still alive? We don't have a mugshot. Yeah. If we had a mugshot, we'd show you, I guess. But, I we, mean, you know. Totally. Uh, Hero Soap Company, sponsor of this episode and the uh, podcast. Love these cats. Perfect gift. Uh, still time to get yourself a subscription for the uh, person who loves to be clean in your life. Hopefully that's everybody. Um, and uh, the person Maybe who loves not. America, because that's what this soap is all about. Started by a veteran. It's veteran owned and operated. You buy a bar. They send a bar over to the troops. And then they take a little bit out of what they've made off of this thing. And then they help build homes for veterans mortgage free you could not have we always talk about glenn maxwell and some pretty crummy people you could have not have the more opposite people running this company than the people that are running uh hero soap company they are truly amazing and they make an amazing product that's the best part if this was all niceties and the product was like eh, it would still be great but the product is amazing i love it so it's the only soap that i use so grab a bar of soap and like i said if you're looking for that 50 100 dollar gift for somebody for the holidays, you can literally buy a half a year or full year soap, work out a subscription, save the 20% by using the promo code ANT and get that loved one something really, really nice. And uh, everybody comes out the winner. Um, speaking of winner, Elon Musk is moving to Texas. I feel like Joe Rogan started this trend. Joe Rogan's like, I'm moving to Texas. What is going on in Texas? He, everybody hates California. All the restrictions are crazy in California. They never really released. They never really fully got anywhere near close to open. And now they're tightening down everything again. Plus, there's insane taxes. Plus, Is it from because, what I, of, it's because of COVID? I think COVID put it into hyperdrive of where it was like crummy. And they were paying a lot of taxes. And they were they're supposedly in Los Angeles there's a huge um, homeless problem. And... Things are getting a little unsafe and a lot of things kind of just falling apart. And then you have COVID come in and now everything is shut down and more businesses are going out of business. And I think people got, you know, uh, they got kind of fed up. So Rogan literally up and left, took his whole family, his podcast, every Jamie, his whole business, took it right. out over there. And then Plus he's a big hunter. I'm sure the hunting in Texas is probably a way yeah. more of a thing than in California. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but he's a, he's a big hunter. I know that. Broken. And then you have and then you have, you know, COVID come in and, and like I said, everything. Oh, but then you have the income tax issue. So Texas, there's no state income tax. So if you're pulling in bank, you know, you're paying, you know, millions of dollars sometimes in state income. How tax. is there no state income tax? Texas, do do? Florida, there's no state income tax. There's a Where bunch. 
There's like nine states that don't have a state income tax. I don't know how they function as a state, but okay. I want everybody watching and listening to look at Frank's reaction right now. This is the, this is the reaction of a person born and raised in New York who not only pays federal income tax and pays state income tax, but paid city income tax for the longest time like this not anymore baby we yeah well now he lives on long island he doesn't pay city anymore but we don't we didn't even know any different like we had no i remember when i moved out of the city and i go i got a little bit more of my check here what's going on this sounds you didn't take out and i i'm like oh wait a second i don't know yeah, you you live here now not here so <laughs> you you pay less oh what you could yeah, literally the trade-off is the trade-off is that the, there are higher taxes out here property taxes Property taxes, yeah, but you could literally move three you. blocks, uh, you know, in certain areas and and not pay city tax. It's insane. That's true. It's really, really insane. Uh, but that's basically that's basically it. And um, Elon Musk said that uh, COVID has basically put everything into hyperdrive, and that's you know, that's, with most people, that's like just an expre expression. But I'm sure he's got some kind of hyperdrive thing going. <laughs> <laughs> put my whole company into hyperdrive i'm sure he is but now i mean you literally so he's going there oh, and sorry. there's a bunch of other people <laughs> that are going there and according to business insider the world's three richest people are set to pay zero dollars in state income taxes this year what are we doing? because they've they've moved yeah <sighs> so now can i say something no, there are eight. I'm on both sides of the fence on this one. Rainbow bright. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on with this lighting, and all of a sudden, there we go. Watch every time I light my hand, it's yeah. We're back. It's like a magic trick. I don't know what that is. I love the internet in your house. It's great. Um, I was just listening. There's a lot of visual stuff happening here. Yeah, right. Frank was in like a rainbow color for whatever reason. But anyway, chalk it up to my internet. But go ahead. This, this might sound hypocritical, but this is just how I feel. I don't expect people in Florida to pay state income tax. If you live in a state where there's no state income tax, I am okay with it. I am fine with it. Um, my parents live in Florida and don't pay any state income tax. That's a reason why a lot of people retire to go down to Florida because cost of living is easy, you know, and they don't pay sure. the state income tax, right? Um, and so I'm okay with that. But I do have a really big problem with billionaires getting out of paying taxes it's unbelievable I, I mean it's not like they it's not like they're struggling it's not like they gotta you know live paycheck to paycheck pay your share come on we're all yeah. living in this country and listen we're all you know I, i'm very land I, or whatever i'm very you know i don't i don't put my um political beliefs out a lot um but I am very fiscally conservative. I'm I'm fiscally conservative. I'm a fiscally conservative kind of a guy, you know. Socially, I'm a little bit different. But fiscally, I I like let's not spend more than we have. Let's you know kind of like let's justify everything. And you know we need programs for sure, but we don't need programs maybe for every last thing that's happening on the planet. You know we we don't have to necessarily save all the rare crickets and shit like that. But crickets, you know, they would do the same for you. I know you heartless bastard. But you know, you know cause look, I, I believe if you got somebody that's making three hundred fifty thousand, eight hundred thousand, a million dollars, yeah. and they want to, they want to, 
use some loopholes that they can, you know, do the best they can to keep employing people. I'm for that. I'm okay with that. You know, people go, oh, you start taxing the rich people and they're not going to be able to open up businesses. I will concede that argument. But when you're talking about billionaires. Even, no, no, no. There should just be a percentage. Everybody, whatever you make, you pay the percentage and that's it. If it's what, 10 5% of your, your income, you know, 10%, whatever the percentage is, whatever you earn, a percentage goes back to the government. That's, that's it. What, why is there so many loopholes? Just pay a share. I mean, what the hell? See, my thing is, is I, I understand the arguments and I, I, I'm okay with, if you're going to save a little bit here and use your loopholes to save a little bit there. Okay. But you better be using that money to employ people. You better be starting businesses. You better be investing in something. Yeah, that, you better be. That's no law. There's no Don't trust. You know. Yeah, I, I get it. But here's my problem. When you have people that are using these loopholes to say, to get out of paying, and then there's billions and billions of, that, that they have in the bank, and they're, and that money is just being saved and not being put back into... There are some people like Bezos. Bezos can he can't spend his money for the rest of his life even if he tries. Like that 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 to me that's a an economic killer when you have that situation. You're not using that money towards what we all need, which is to keep these economic pistons running, well, baby. You the know thing what I mean? is, it's his money. You can't tell someone what to do with their you money. You can't. You can't unless you tax them. I mean, that's the only way. Yeah. But see, you, you can't got, say, well, you have a billion dollars, $10 billion, $30 billion, whatever it is. So we're just going to ask you for some back. No, you have to make it a law. You have to say, yeah, you've earned this much. Give some back. Sorry. You, you have to pay your share. It seems like we're the best in this country. It seems like the best we could do, Frank, is Warren Buffett, who still doesn't pay his fair share. But at least he talks about the fact that he doesn't pay his fair share. And this needs to be fixed. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Uh, that seems to be the best okay. we could do now. The first step is admitting there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I would love to take it a step farther and see if we can't figure this all out. But it's unbelievable. I, I get, how, listen. I get it. Set up for this. I get it. Elon, it's his business, and he can run it how he sees fit. And if he thinks he could do better in Texas, it let God bless. Let him go to sure, Texas. He's free to live wherever he wants, of course. or work wherever he wants. I get it. But as a as a country, not a state. As the country, you should have to pay federal. You have to pay your federal taxes. It has to be a percentage. And if you're making billions of dollars, how could you get away with paying zero? How is that a thing? Yeah, it, it just it, it just kind of seems crazy. That, Why that can't I pay zero? I get it. And he looks at it. And he goes, I'm paying this much to, to live in California. And if I move to Texas, I'll be paying this much. OK, I'll move to Texas. But it's kind of like fine. Elon, do you have you, you, you're fine. You could, you could. Yeah, pay what it. is he saving? A few mil? What is that? That's a, that's a couple of pennies for to us. To him, it's practically nothing, and that's my point. Him saving that money isn't doing anybody a favor. The millionaire who moves to Texas to save themselves a little bit more money, so that they can then go buy another business or whatever it is, sure. or buy a yacht and employ a guy to drive to to drive the. Okay, fine. I'm not going to argue with that. But these billionaires are where I start to have a little bit of an issue. That's just me. Uh, finally, Frank, not paying their fare. That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not no. going to, uh, you're not wrong. I don't disagree with you. Uh, finally, uh, it seems that Pornhub big move today, Pornhub 
has completely removed all its unverified content from its site. Meaning that if you can't prove that you've uploaded something that you own it or what, I don't know what their verification process is, but, uh, cause I've never gone through it. Uh, but they are removing everything that they cannot verify is true to ownership, which basically means that every last video that I uploaded of your mom is coming down. So that's this is a big day for you and your family. You didn't verify it, man. That's that's on you. I, well, you know, it's hard. It, she never really gave me permit. It's tough. There was a lot of guys in the. It's. Let's not get into the reasons of. Why. Did you get if you, as long as you got everybody's signatures? I don't know what the problem is. Well, we a couple of smudges in here or there, and I maybe it, it got like I said. You start, after fifty, you start you to gotta lose blur your... some faces. You, you know, you get past that. <laughs> I don't understand the big hold up here. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that's a that's a smart move. It's a good move. No, I mean I Makes guess it so. A little safer. I just I love it when like places and again you can call you could call me judgmentally here on this one, but I just love it when places like Pornhub go. Oh wait a second, we have to have some standards here. Like you can literally go on there and watch every place needs standards. Some of the most I know, but I'm just saying like you can watch some of the most horrific acts one person can ever perform on another person. <laughs> And they, but they go, oh, wait a second. We got to make sure <laughs> this is verified. You got to make sure these people are uh, who they say they are or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I mean, everything. You go to, uh, I'm sure there are strip clubs and place. They all have the you know, codes to, to, to yeah. live up to and stuff. But whose job is that? Who's, who's, who's Pornhub verified guy? Who's sitting there going, uh, Kimmy? A, I'm sure there's an office building somewhere that people are just... <laughs> You know, I don't know. <laughs> how do, how, yeah, right. They gotta, how do they prove that? Send me your videos. We'll see. We'll go yeah. through them. Who's going? You think uh, there's someone that's watched every single one? Yeah, Kimmy. I see. There's a. There's a. Listen. Can you? Uh, I. There's like the video with you. You're tied up. There's 17 guys. Was that you? Was that really you? Also, I noticed there was a small person involved, and they were shooting uh, different objects at some of the guy. Was that? Can you tell us that person's name, please, so we can get that. Yeah. Were those Nathan's Franks or, I mean, what kind of <laughs> deli meats we got? And I don't know. I don't know what the process is, but uh, I'm glad at least they're they're taking a step in a safer direction. That's that's a good. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. One step closer to legitimacy. Uh, finally, Frankie C. Jake Paul has offered Conor McGregor fifty million dollars to fight him. I think we're gonna get a that Jake Paul. Is the death of Jake Paul. I think we're going to get a Jake Paul, Conor McGregor fight. I think that Jake Paul is an entertainer. I think he's a good fighter after he knocked out that last sure. guy. And he's jacked up. He's a, you know, he's a big dude, too. But Conor's Conor, right? Conor's a professional guy. He, I mean, I saw a little bit of the, the Jake Paul thing. And, yeah, maybe he trained a little bit, but he's not a professional fighter, right? Mm-mm. He, I mean, do he just did it for this one fight. No, I mean, he's he's got a, he's no he has a few he's sure got a he handful he's got a handful of fights under his belt. He's at the point he where oh, okay. I would consider him a legitimate fighter, but I would be nervous putting him in the ring with a Conor McGregor who's been in like fifty fights. You know what I'm saying? Like because he's yeah. still just like ten or less fights into this whole. He's he shouldn't be like I wouldn't fight him, but he shouldn't be. But I also wouldn't sign off on this because I, I you know. Listen, I mean if. Isn't there like a manager, someone that handles him saying, no, Rock, I'm not going to support you, you know, that kind of thing? 
Maybe, but you know what? He's also a showman because, you know, he comes on, he made this whole video. Um, can we show his video? I, no, I can't because we'll get we'll get oh. pulled down for it. But you can see there's TMZ. Like he, he looks like a like he looks like a like a dick. You know, he's like got a cigar oh, yeah. and you know he Ugh. looks all disheveled uh. and stuff. He's he's promoting. He's getting he's gonna get buzz out of this whether he gets the fight or not. Uh, oh, by the man. way, Dana White said that he won't he won't let that happen. Who's Dana White? Dana White is the uh, guy who runs the UFC, so he would have to oh, give okay, the okay. Yeah. I don't keep up with the UFC, but I know Conor McGregor will probably kick his ass. Yeah. Well, listen, this isn't Star Wars, so we don't expect you to know about all this. It's okay, buddy. First of all, more people follow Star Wars than UFC, I would I would bet. Yeah, Star Wars has a bit more of a legacy to it. I would agree I would with think that. So. Um, I mean, not to take away anything from UFC. UFC is, is, has, holds its own, I'm sure. Absolutely. But this would be like putting Chewbacca in the ring with Baby Yoda. Like, I just don't. I mean, I know Yoda got powers. That would stuff, actually be a good fight. Would it? Okay. See, I don't know what I'm talking Yoda's about. Yoda's got some powers. Baby Yoda. <laughs> see, ignore me. You shouldn't talk about the UFC. See, I shouldn't talk about Star Wars. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You, you got to read up on these things before you come at me with Star Wars knowledge. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. All right. That's it for the, this episode. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, we are back on our three shows a week uh, run. So... Uh, really excited about that. We'll see you again in a couple of days. Any last words there, Frankie C? Um, no. Continue to stay safe out there. Uh, wear your masks, all that stuff, and be good to each other. And if you're wondering why Frankie C has maple syrup hanging behind him, know that I'm wondering too, and I don't know the reasons why. It has to do with Pornhub verification. That's all I'm, gonna, that's all I'm legally allowed to say. Go on Pornhub and search maple syrup and see what happens to you. You're a lot safer to do those searches today now that everything has been verified. <laughs> There's a meaning behind everything. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to our second clips channel. You'll see the link pop up on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening anywhere else, rate and review, share it with all your friends. Thanks so much for watching and we'll catch you guys on the next one.